This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. How close are we to Jesus returning? What else needs to happen before he can return? And how do we understand dates and times in scripture, including how long is a generation? Today, I'm laying out my prophetic timeline of Jesus' return. Welcome to The Tipping Point Show. Welcome back to The Tipping Point Show. I'm Jimmy Evans. Today, I'm sharing how close I believe we are to the return of Jesus and how the creation story in Genesis chapter one mirrors the end of this age. To see this week's full show and my answers to the questions, will I know my husband in heaven? And what does the Euphrates River drying up mean to the end times timeline? Join us today as a subscriber at endtimes.com for $7 a month. Before we get to today's teaching, I wanted to let you know about my brand new book, Look Up. Jesus is coming soon and this is good news. But many people have anxiety or confusion about the rapture. In my new book, I uncover what we should be hopeful about related to the rapture and Jesus' return. You'll love this book. It will really encourage you. You can pre-order this today at xomarriage.com forward slash store. Here's today's teaching. On the last program, I began a series of programs talking about the prophetic state of the world. Last year, I talked about some predictions about what I believe would happen related to just the condition of the world and you know scriptures being fulfilled and things like that. This year I'm talking about where we are on the timeline of Jesus coming. You know, this is something I think about a lot because you know sometimes people say, well, you know, who knows when Jesus is going to come or the end times is going to last for hundreds of years and all those kinds of things. But that's not what the Bible says. And so the doomsday clock that is set by the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists, they're saying it's 100 seconds to midnight. And so in other words, they're, they're looking at the things in the world from a secular perspective, and they're saying, you know, we're close to the end because of all the threats that are out there. I'm saying we're 10 seconds to midnight. If you're looking at it from a prophetic perspective, I don't believe we're living in the end times. I believe we're living at the end of the end times, which just simply means if there's ever been a group of people who should be ready for the return of Jesus, we should be those people because the things that the Bible said would happen, in the end, they're happening. So today on the, this program, I wanna talk about prophetic timelines. Now on the last show, I talked about, you know, prophecies being fulfilled, 1948, 1967, 1989, specific end time prophecies that you could just go and write down the date of when those prophecies were either fulfilled or they began to be fulfilled. So on this program today, I wanna to look at the timeline. You know, what hour is it? How late is it? And can we measure it? That's a big, that's a big question is, can you really measure the end times? Let me get, begin with a scripture in Joel chapter three, very important scripture. In fact, we're gonna look at a couple of very important scripture text related to measuring the, the times that we're living in. Joel chapter three, actually we're gonna begin in Joel chapter two, and beginning in verse 31, it says, the sun shall be turned into darkness 
and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. And it shall come to pass that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem there shall be deliverance, as the Lord has said among the remnant whom the Lord calls. For behold, in those days and at that time, when I bring back the captives of Judah and Jerusalem, I will also gather all nations and bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat. And I will enter into judgment with them there on account of my people, my heritage Israel, whom they have scattered among the nations. They have also divided up my land. Now, this is an incredibly important text for the days that we're living in. And so God is saying, beginning in Joel chapter 2, that when those days come, those, those end times come, uh, the sun will be darkened and the moon will turn to blood. Now, for many years, we really didn't know exactly what that meant. Mark Biltz, and Mark will be uh, with me here in a future program. Uh, Mark Biltz, pastor from Washington State, he actually discovered the blood moons and what that means. And so looking at NASA and looking at the history of lunar eclipses, that's what a blood moon is, is a lunar eclipse. And when it talks about the sun growing dark, that is a solar eclipse. Now, Jews believe that a lunar eclipse is a sign to Israel. A solar eclipse is a sign to the world. And so beginning in 1492 and 1493, Mark Biltz looked back and he found tetrads of blood moons. What this means is four blood moons, two years, and these are on Jewish holy days. It's on the Feast of Passover and the Feast of Tabernacles, two consecutive years. And so in other words, four feasts on four uh, special days to Israel, holy days to Israel. 1492 and 1493 was the first time it happened. The second time it happened, was in 1949 and 1950. The third time it happened was in 1967, 1968. The last time it happened was 2014, 2015. So when you look back at this now and you look at how special this is, and it's not gonna happen for many, many more years, things like four or 500 more years, it's not gonna happen. So this is very special, very unique. So what, what was God saying? And by the way, in Genesis chapter one, it says God created the, the moon and the sun and the stars for signs and for seasons. Where season there means feast for special appointed times. So the reason that God put the sun, moon, and stars up there was to speak to us and to tell us things. And so in 1492 and 1493, this is when the Jews were expelled from Spain. King Ferdinand and Queen Isabella expelled all the Jews from Spain. Christopher Columbus was a Jew. You can Google it and you can look it up. He was a Murano. That means he was a Jew pretending to be a Catholic, but he was a Jew. His, his voyage was to find a safe place for Jews to live because they were being expelled. They were being persecuted all over the world, just like they always have been. And so he found America, which is the safest place on earth for the Jews, except for Israel. And so we, we have a very special time here in 1492 and 1493, 1949 and 1950, that's when Israel became a nation. They became a nation uh, May 14th of 1948, but they didn't set their government up until 1949 and 1950. 1967, of course, was the Six-Day War when they took Jerusalem. This was the fulfillment of Jesus' prophecy in Luke 21 that Jerusalem would be trodden underfoot by Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles were fulfilled. 1967, 1968, we have another tetrad of blood moons. Then in 2014 and 15, we have another tetrad of blood moons. Also, we have a eclipse on the first religious day of Israel's calendar, and we have a partial eclipse on the Feast of, of Trumpets during that period of time. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. 
Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. So what's the significance of all this? And I'll just tell you what my belief is. In 1492 and 1493, this was about the holy people. God's holy people who had been scattered around the world, God began to gather them in 1492 and 1493, specifically to America, later to Israel. In 1949 and 50, this was the Holy Land. For the first time in 2,000 years, the Jews got back the Holy Land as a place for them to have a nation and a safe place to live. In 1967, 1968, it was the Holy City of Jerusalem. That was the significance of those blood moons. What was the significance of the blood moons in 2014 and 15? I believe it was the Holy Temple. Now, you, holy people, holy land, holy city, holy temple. Jews say that uh, Jerusalem is the center of Israel, but the Temple Mount is the center of Jerusalem. And so the Temple Mount, the, in 2014 and 15, we see a dramatic increase in activity on the Temple Mount. And we were in Jerusalem uh, in December, went into the, the Temple Institute there. They have everything ready. And they said, these are not, uh, these are not just replicas. These are kosher, and these will actually be in the temple when it's built. And so it's a very, very interesting thing to see what's happening in Israel right now, especially related to the Temple Mount. They're ready to, they're ready to build the temple, and they will build the temple here very soon, I believe. And, of course, you have the, the uh, five red heifers and all those kinds of things. A lot of activity related to the, the Temple Mount. I believe it began in, in 2014, 2015. So Joel is saying now, that there's going to be these blood moons. And then God says, in those days and at that time, when I bring back the captives of Judah and Jerusalem, that's 1948. Now, we can, we can measure all this. In those days and at that same time, when I bring back the captives of Judah and Jerusalem, I'm going to enter into judgment with the nations in the Valley of Jehoshaphat. That is the valley between the Temple Mount and the Mount of Olives. It's the valley right in between there. This is where Jesus returns. You remember his feet touched the Mount of Olives. And he slays the armies of the world that have come against the Jerusalem. He says, I'm going to come into judgment because of my people, my heritage Israel, whom you've scattered among the nations. You've also divided up my land. And so this is what's happening right now. The, there's, there's a huge issue right now. Uh, the United Nations has referred Israel to the International Court of Justice to prosecute Israel and to tell the United Nations how they need to come against Israel because they're occupying the West Bank. That's what they're saying. They're using the West Bank here. 100% chance the, United, the, the International Court of Justice will side against the Jews. The United Nations will then use that as their justification for ultimately invading Israel and trying to take Jerusalem away from the Jews. That's Armageddon. That's going to happen. But listen to what God is saying. In those days and at the same time, when I bring back the captives of Judah and Jerusalem, I'm going to bring all the nations down and enter into judgment with them, Armageddon. At the same time I do this, there's going to be Armageddon. So we're looking at now, so this, this was 74 years ago that God brought Israel back into the land. 74 years. So in the same time frame that I do this, I'll do this. Now here's another scripture. This is Jesus now reaffirming what Joel 3 says. Jesus said, Matthew 24, learn this parable from the fig tree. When its branch has already become tender and puts forth leaves, you know that summer is near. 
So you also, when you see all these things, know that it is near at the doors. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all things take place. Now, so we go back to Joel. Some people would say, well, the, Jesus is just talking about the tribulation there, or, you know, he's talking about the generation that was there when he was talking. Of course, they all died. We know he's not talking about that. This generation, assuredly, I say to you, Jesus said, take it to the bank. I'm telling you the truth. He's emphasizing his statement. This generation that sees these things begin will see these things end. That's exactly what the Joel 3 says. In those days and at that same time, when I begin, when I bring back the captives of Judah to Jerusalem and begin my work in Israel, my end times work, I'm going to do all these. Armageddon is going to happen. Armageddon is the final scene of this age. We're in the age of grace right now. The age of grace ends in Revelation 19 when Jesus comes back to rule the nations with a rod of iron. And so we're in the final hours of the age of grace. Now, this is very significant now because, you know, people have the opportunity to get saved. Here, here's what's happening. People have the opportunity to get saved right now, which is a wonderful thing. When the rapture occurs, and I believe the rapture could occur at any time, and of course, I believe that the Feast of Trumpets is very significant every year. Jesus could come at any time. When the rapture happens, I believe that the next seven years after that, there are going to be billions, maybe, of people get saved. Revelation 7 shows us a picture that's a huge group of people that get saved out of the tribulation. But those people will probably be martyred, probably die, most of them, from the judgments of the tribulation. It will be grace, but it will be a very severe grace for those people. At the end of the tribulation, there's, it's over. It's the age of grace is over. I'm excited to share with you an opportunity to experience a life-changing journey through God's promised land. This November, join Pastor Ed Young and I as we walk in the footsteps of Jesus across the sacred lands of Israel, from Galilee to Nazareth and onward to Jerusalem. We'll be exploring some of the most iconic places mentioned in Scripture. Throughout the journey, we will share stories of God's greatness throughout history and the wonderful things He has done. We have carefully crafted this as an adventure filled with faith and the Word. And I know that if you give Him an open heart, God will reveal Himself to you in a new way. We want you to build an even deeper relationship with God on this trip. Don't miss this amazing chance to step back in time and truly experience faith at its fullest. Go right now to endtimes.com and sign up for this trip. I want to be with you during this special time as we go to Israel. Endtimes.com. Go there, and I'll see you in Israel. For access to the rest of my prophetic timeline and today's full Tipping Point show, join us at endtimes.com for $7 a month. If you're a subscriber at endtimes.com, be sure and visit endtimes.com to see today's full show. God bless you. See you next week.